This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.weatherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Are you looking to take your phonics practice forward? Then Little Wondle Letters and Sounds Revised is the programme for you. Created by two schools with an excellent track record in phonics, Little Wondle Letters and Sounds Revised will help all children become readers and ensure no child is left behind. The programme offers complete support for your phonics teaching, alongside classroom resources and fully decodable readers from Collins Big Cat. To find out more, follow at Letters Sounds on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram or join a free briefing by visiting littlewondelettersandsounds.org.uk Introducing Bulb. With evidence-based learning at the forefront of education, let Bulb digital portfolios help reshape your educational practice. Bulb helps teachers teach and learners learn. Bulb is an easy-to-use, fully accessible digital platform that captures students' digital learning assets in one place, allowing them to evidence their learning and reflect on their growth. Our dedicated team of education specialists are on hand to ensure the bulb fits seamlessly into all of your teaching practices. Come take a look and get a free account at bulbapp.com. Introducing Autism Aspirational Futures, a virtual SEN conference for parents and carers. Do you work with parents or carers of students with autism? If so, this free virtual conference from Witherslack Group can support them and you. Providing inspiring talks from leading experts, offering practical advice on supporting children and young people with autism and associated needs. This very special event will take place during Autism Acceptance Week and is sure to be an enjoyable occasion for everyone wanting to develop their knowledge, understanding and celebrate their children's amazing superpowers. Don't miss out! Register for free at witherslackgroup.co.uk today. With a Slack Group, the leading provider of schools and children's homes for children with special educational needs. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. So, thank you everybody for joining. It is Teachers Talk Radio that you're listening to. I am Hadi Fathi, your host, and this is your favorite show, The Late Late Show with Hadi Fathi. You can follow us on Twitter, TTR Radio 2022. You can also follow me on Twitter, Hadi Fathi 18. And it is a lovely evening, afternoon night, day, morning, depending uh, on where you are. And I li- and like always, I always want you guys to be as participative as possible. And like always, we have a lot of work to do. If you are a coffee drinker like I am, you'd better get your coffee right now and get ready for uh, an illuminating discussion that hopefully I am going to have with Femi and Matt, the hosts of Beyond Good Podcast, uh, a podcast focusing on helping students and teachers learn and teach better. Stay tuned because I guess it's going to be great uh, listening to these enthusiastic people talking about teaching, and uh, I hope uh, we all have a lot of fun. Stay tuned. Please call in, send me messages, uh, because as you already know, there is nothing more precious than your comments and when you call in and you express your ideas, because I really want to, I really, I am really looking forward to hearing from you because that ha- that can help me understand better what you want me to be talking about. And hopefully we are going to have a lot of 
a lot of fun. So let's go and let's see what we got to do tonight. And this is almost 10.3. And, uh, and of course, more people are joining us and we can have a lot of fun, uh, hopefully. Uh, so let's see what we got to do. And you know the topic. The topic is, uh, what is your personal why? There is a book that I believe uh, all of you have heard of. Uh, you might have even read the book uh, because uh, it was a massive hit. I'm talking about Start With Why by Simon Sinek. A great book uh, that simply focuses on how businesses uh, should work. In other words, it talks about the difference between being uh, inspirational uh, on one hand and on the other hand to be manipulative. And I believe uh, uh, it is great because uh, as teachers, as educators, we can learn and uh, we can uh, read that book and uh, and get the hang of how things should be working because it does not have to be a business. It can be a school. Uh, it can be uh, anything you can think of. Yet, as it turns out, they all work, uh, you know, maybe the, in the same way. First, you invest in your why and then how and what apparently, uh, you know, happen without even asking, uh, you know, uh, to some extent, of course. So I've got two fantastic guests, uh, and uh, I am going to ask them to talk later on. Uh, to be honest, uh, it's great to have enthusiastic people uh, on the show because I believe uh, enthusiasm and passion, of course, they are so uh, contagious, um, and we can learn. Honestly, I do believe that uh, you know passion uh, or enthusiasm. Uh, is something that you can simply learn from somebody else. You got to have somebody that you can uh, look up to and learn a lot from. That's why we follow in uh, people's footsteps because we simply value what they value. And and that's amazing then. You know, it's great. So uh, there's also another book that I believe is exceptional. If you haven't read that book, Please do yourself a favor and go and get the book and uh, start reading it. The book is Teaching Outside the Box from Luann Johnson. And uh, I can tell you, this is a book that you got to go and uh, you got to go and get it and put your hands on it because it is worth it. And it's amazing. So I can see that people are joining us. And my friends, uh, Femi and Matt, uh, have also joined me. Joey is also with us, which is, I believe, fantastic. Uh, so that's perfect then. And hopefully things are heading in the right direction. And this is uh, this is something that I am, you know, very specifically happy for. <laughs> so let's move on. Speaking of, uh, you know, technology and new things happening, podcasts, etc. We all know that. I know as automation permeates, you know, new areas of life, its uh, effect upon us becomes uh, concomitantly more profound. And I believe we can take advantage of technology and make things work out much better. And, and to be honest, at the end of the day, I believe this is what technology is for, to make our lives more convenient, better, and more effective. Uh, that's how it works. Uh, perfect. I am also going to be talking about uh, teaching outside the box, uh, start with why, two books that on the surface uh, happen to be quite uh, very different, yet when you read them carefully, you'll see that they talk about almost the same thing. You got to believe in what you're doing. And, and when you believe in what you're doing, you can help people believe, and then uh, the impossible happens. Learning takes place, and it is so magical. Lewin Johnson says, if you want to have students who are doing their best, studying really hard, and they happen to be studious, passionate, you name it, uh, just help them believe that it's possible. 
And if they believe that they can succeed, then you know the rest is history. It's amazing. So uh, let's move on. And we need we need energetic teachers. We need passionate teachers. And uh, I believe this. It is from Napoleon. Uh, Napoleon says the world suffers. I hope it is from him. The world suffers a lot, not because of the violence of bad people, but the silence of good people. You may think that it has nothing to do with what we are talking about tonight. Yet let me tell you what. Uh, I believe good teachers, passionate teachers, uh, enthusiastic ones should speak out about how they made it all happen. Uh, and I believe there are people out there, teachers out there, who can see, listen, and then learn, and then do the same thing. I believe it is learnable, it is practicable, and you are not going to be born with that. Uh, I do believe uh, there are, of course, there are born teachers, yet I believe it is really, really learnable. So let's see what we got to do. So right now, I believe it is uh, about time that I asked my fantastic uh, hosts to join. I have Femi and Matt with me, and who could ask for more? So Femi and Matt, uh, you know, I hope you can hear me. Uh, if you can join, that would be perfect in the conversation. Of course, I am going to ask you tons of questions because I am personally interested in knowing how you to make it all happen. And uh, I really want to know where this passion comes from. Uh, it is my personal question, and I do believe you two have uh, solid answers uh, for these uh, questions. So if you call in, I'm going to take it, and hopefully it's going to be uh, working out, and then we can have a hell of a conversation, and that's perfect. So I'm going to start with uh, Femi. So Femi, I hope you can hear me loud and clear. Ah, oh, fantastic. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. Feeling fantastic, and thank you very much for joining us. And how's it going, Matt? Is everything all right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, we're on a uh, holiday at the moment, so uh, half-term yeah. break, and uh, so enjoying uh, staying up a bit later than normal and, and listening to the show. <sighs> oh, that's fantastic. So, really cool. So first off, Matt, no, I am going to be asking you to be talking about uh, what you do as a teacher, and, and you're a math teacher, aren't you? That's right, yep. Oh, that's right. Se Perfect. Secondary maths, yeah. Fantastic. So why don't you tell me about yourself, how long you've been teaching, and then, of course, I am going to ask you much more questions. Yeah, well, um, I've been teaching about 12 years, and it's interesting that the other chap who's on the call, Femi, who we'll, we'll hear from, uh, was the first, probably the first person I, I met in teaching. He'd already been teaching a, a good few years by that point. But wow. uh, he was, he became something of a mentor to me. Um, so we worked together for the first uh, four or five years of my career in the same school. Um, and I felt that I landed on my feet because I came from an engineering background. Wow. Uh, and when I, I, I ended up in this school where I, you know, I, I did a GTP, which I kind of selected at random without knowing much mm. about education or schools, really. Wow. And, and ended up with this... Um, this friend, two two fantastic friends actually of similar age, uh, and we used to drive Great. forty minute forty minute drive each way, and we'd have these long conversations. So my my training really was um, through through forty minutes in the car on the way to fantastic. school and forty minutes on the way home, just briefing and debriefing the day with with two much more experienced but similar kind of mindset um, fantastic teachers, i believe so. it, i believe it is fascinating because uh, you know you had the chance to be uh, talking to people who happen to be more experienced than you were and of course it was great talking to those people and listening to uh, the problems or the good things they had already gone to yeah yeah absolutely that's that's exactly right and and just being able to say ah oh, you know, get in the car at the end of the day and say, "Oh, I had, a, I had a really rough, rough time today with with year nine. How would you, how would you have done it? What would you have done when this happened?" And you know, the guys would pick it apart with me, and and we'd put it all back together and have another go the next day. So, yeah, um, and, fantastic. And you were I can about the 
the why of teaching and and for me i think that that's what hooked me in it was the steepness of the learning curve you know mm. it, was, it was that the fact that i had clearly had so much to learn um and 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 that you could you know progress and learn a lot in this in this um, yeah i believe that's fantastic education yeah i mean you're talking to people uh you know who have uh you know tons of experience so i believe that's fantastic and guess what uh femi is also with us femi hi hope you can hear me loud and clear yeah can you hear me okay yes fantastic so thank you very much for joining us femi and uh i had the chance to speak to matt and he was telling me about uh the times that you uh, and a mutual friend had conversations about teaching. Yeah. So I believe it is, uh, you know, a great question to ask you how uh, you, you know, introduce yourself, you know, as a teacher, you know, how it all happened, so on and so forth. Well, when I actually, before teaching, was it was it was a doctor. I spent some time working as a junior doctor at Kingston Hospital. And and very much knew that it wasn't my my passion, my calling, what I was really interested in. Wow. And I can remember on the way to work, driving past the school in Kingston and seeing the pupils kind of just walking into school with their bags and coats and all that sort of thing. And just thinking, I don't know why, and I still don't know why, nearly 20 years on, that's what I want to be doing. That's where I want to be going every day. And that's what I want to be spending my time doing, working with, with teenagers. Wow. So I actually left medicine and, and wrote to every school in Southampton asking them for the opportunity to come in and spend wow. some time in the school just learning more about teaching. And I can remember I, I started on a Monday as a maths teaching assistant and I can remember being sat in a lesson on a Tuesday period five, so the last lesson of the day, and just helping wow. this kid with some maths and just thinking this is, this is what I'm going to be doing for, for, for a long time. I love this. And, and that was 2007, so a while back now. Fantastic. I mean, honestly, truth be told, this is one of the most uh, fascinating stories I've heard uh, when it comes to uh, teachers. Honestly, that was amazing. That was amazing. So somehow, you may not be able to explain, you know, very articulately why, but somehow you felt like that that profession that you previously had was not um, no, that great, at least for you, and then you started teaching. And it took a lot of courage, didn't it? Yeah, it, it, it took a little bit of courage, but also just, you know, I, I wasn't happy. I'm somebody mm-hmm. who very much wants to wants to get up in the morning and, and, and leave the house with a real sense of purpose, not 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 for money, not, not for status or, you know, wow. something to do, but just, just to have a real sort of calling. So I, I, that wasn't there before. So I knew I needed to find that really to be to be fulfilled. Fantastic, really cool. So that's great. Uh, as I was talking about it, we were talking about two passionate, enthusiastic uh, teachers, and it's quite obvious that you two have a very clear understanding of what you're doing, and uh, and of course uh, your why. So right now, uh, let, let's move on. I am going to ask you a question that I've been asking myself and uh, whoever I know about teaching, and I'm going to go with Matt. So, Matt, I want you, uh, I want you to tell me what do you think of teaching? Because uh, you know, I believe we previously somehow talked about it to some teachers. Teaching is all about like showing up, presenting, grading, talking, and then that's it. And uh, I really want to know what you make of teaching and what it means to you. Yeah, I, I was thinking about this earlier, and I guess it's not something <laughs> I've, I've thought about a lot. But what it means to me when I when I really sit sit with that for a while is it, teaching is the the other half of learning. Um, you know, te- the teacher is a partner with the learner, and for me, I think it's that partnership. It's 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 the game that we can play as human beings, um, transferring knowledge and exchanging uh, information. It, it, it's very satisfying for both parties. Mm-hmm. It, it, everyone wins out of that. And, and I just love playing that game, whether I'm a learner or a teacher, yeah. whichever side of that I'm on. So for me, that's just, you know, in terms of the things you can do with mm-hmm. your life, that's one of the most fun I've, I've come mm-hmm. across. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, a win-win game. Brilliant. And as you said, uh, it takes like uh, 
you know, at least two people to make it all happen. So I am going to ask Femi the same question, and I'm going to ask him to tell me what teaching means from his point of view. Well, well the, the thing for me is that, that by choosing to be a math teacher or an English teacher or a geography teacher, you said, I like this subject. This is something that I'm interested in. This is something that I've, I got mm-hmm. some joy from when I was at school or whatever. Yeah. And I always think that our job is to try and, to a certain point, transfer that same passion to, to our pupils. I can remember, I've never really been a fan of English or learning English at school, but I can remember being in year 10, year 11, having a teacher who, who introduced us to A Midsummer Night's Dream, um, Shakespeare mm-hmm. play. And I, and I knew as she was teaching it wonderfully, as she did teach it, mm-hmm. that I was never going to really be someone who was that into that sort of thing. But what she did is she brought us into her world for a few terms and got us to understand why she loved it so much. Not not necessarily make us love it, because we we, yeah. we we didn't, but why she loved it and why so many people spend money and time watching plays like that and reading Shakespeare plays. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's our job as, as teachers, really, to say, look, you're probably not going to want to go to university and study quadratic equations in great detail. But 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 how about just taking a little look at them and getting some understanding of what's going on here? And and if you do that well, that that can bring teenagers real real joy. And I think that's our job. Absolutely yes, absolutely yeah. I'm, I mean that 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 part was great uh, because when it comes to math, I happen to be quite you know terrible. <laughs> And, uh, and, and, and honestly, I really love that. He said, you know, by choosing to be a teacher, whatever you teach, uh, doesn't matter. You're telling people that that's, that's my passion. Okay. So come over, come join us. Just yeah. give it a try. If yeah. you like it, you can do it. If you don't like it, that's no problem. You just found out what he loved and you found out what it's like to have a conversation with somebody, disagreeing with them, yet feeling great after yeah. the conversation. Fantastic. Really cool. Uh, so right now, let's uh, take one step further, and I am going to go with your personal why. So honestly, uh, Femi, your story about uh, being a doctor and then saying, hold on a second, that's not what I enjoy doing. I got to do something that I am truly passionate about. And then you just just made a crazy change and uh, and you just made it happen. So I really want, want to know, you know, apart from liking and loving uh, teaching and in, interacting with people, what is your personal why? What, what do you think you're adding that if you didn't do it, you know, you know, teaching or, I don't know, teaching math wouldn't be that great? Well, well, for me, the the the, the why is is the people. It's 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 the teenagers. You you could you could do this job for a thousand years, and you still would keep coming across different types of teenager that you're working with. That the maths that I I teach hasn't really changed that much in the last fifteen years. The stuff that was on the GCSE course when I was young is still on there yeah. now. It's the way that they react to it. That, 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 that brings me so much joy. You can be teaching simultaneous equations for the 50th time and you'll still get that girl at the back who just thinks yeah. about it a bit differently or just does it a little bit differently or just gets it quicker than anyone has before or doesn't quite get it and then finally does. And that's what that's, that variation is what, is what I find that makes the job so interesting for me. It's, it's, it's the people. Fantastic, fantastic. Really cool. Yeah, I mean... Uh, when you see something, uh, you know, keeps happening, you simply uh, find out, yeah, that's my why, that's what I'm adding to the table, and apparently that's what I got to be, uh, you know, doing for the rest of my life. So, yeah, uh, yeah fantastic. So let's go for Matt. And uh, Matt, my question for you right now is quite different. I am not going to be asking about your why because I believe uh, you are very crystal, uh, crystal clear about whatever that is. But I really want to know about, you know, what makes teachers, what makes some teachers, I can say, different from the others? Is that the passion that Femi was talking about? Is that the person that you're, you can see and you can notice that you are, uh, for example, doing uh, or just bringing about a change, etc.? So what, what is that? What makes teachers, some teachers, different from uh, the others? Yeah, I think um, everyone listening to this can probably think back to their own schooling and, and think of teachers that, that are memorable to them, that made a big difference to them. And 
and probably some teachers that that were um, more bland or or maybe they don't even remember who that teacher was and and honestly I don't think it's it it's easy to just say it's one thing passion is is so important and seeing people who are enthusiastic for their subject is is infectious um, or enthusiastic for what they do but at the same time they have to uh, be able to have good good people skills and mm. be be a be good relationships with students mm-hmm. um, be be a good role model but be firm there's there's so much there uh, and so many different ways that people achieve it you know I, I i look around the teachers that i admire and they they all mm-hmm. have different um you know the dials are all set in different places um so there's there's lots of ways that i think it can be it can be done and perhaps the most important is for them to be true to themselves you know when you see someone who's completely congruent they're not trying to be something that they're not um i think that always shines Mm -hmm. through yeah and i believe emotions play a pivotal role as you said and that's fantastic because you mostly talk about like how emotions can affect you know uh, teaching and teachers and i believe uh that's uh really 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 important and uh as douglas brown says i believe uh, you know, he has uh, a quote and he says that emotions uh, do not merely uh, facilitate cognitive functioning, but, uh, but, but mediate development. So that's how important, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, passion and emotions are. So I've got a question from our audience. So everybody, if you have questions, please put them down. Uh, that's amazing to ask your questions uh, because I believe you have got two people that have uh, you know great experience and they can help us uh, you know get to know teaching much more. So I've got a question uh, from an audience and uh, I want Femi uh, if he may answer this question. And Femi, the question is uh, quite fun and it says, "How can we make sure uh, that you know we are teaching material? How can we make sure if we are?" Sorry, just repeat that. Mm-hmm. The question, you know, an audience uh, just brought up a question and uh, this person wanted to know how we can make sure that we are uh, teaching material. Oh, I see. Um, well, actually, we, we, I'm sure we're going to get onto this, but we, we talk about this in the, in the first episode of our, of our podcast. I, I'm guessing you've asked how can we make sure that we're teaching material as in how can we make sure that we're the right people for the job? Is that right? Is that, I think that's what you're asking. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think there's a couple of things. Firstly, I think you've got to be reasonably able in your subject. I mean, there are some mm-hmm. people out there that are wonderful at working with children, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't necessarily be the best maths teachers because their command of maths isn't isn't the strongest. So you've got to be able mm-hmm. to yeah. you've got to know the know the subject. Um, and I think the other one on top of that is you've you've got to genuinely enjoy being around young people, being around t- teenagers. One of the things that got me into teaching was I was standing at a train station when I was a medical student and I saw mm-hmm. a big sign on the, on the, a big advert for teaching from the TDA, the government organization that says, it said something like work with the world's most interesting people. And it had a picture of a teenager smiling and kind of messing yeah. out with his mates. And I, and I, I genuinely believe that we are working with the most interesting people. Teenagers are, are brilliant. They are, they are fun. They are great. And and you've got to you've got to be somebody that, that enjoys being around them because you will spend a lot yeah. of your time in a week in a room with lots of teenagers and just you wow. and nobody else and you've got to get joy from that rather than that bringing you dread. Um, yeah. So that's important. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yes, a, a room full of dreamers, a, a room full, full of potential. Maybe you can uh, we can also address that like that. Uh, fantastic, really cool. Uh, we've got more questions, and right now I'm going to ask uh, Matt. And Matt, we've got a question. As teachers, we uh, of course we ask our students to do their homework. No, it goes without saying. But as a teacher, uh, do we have anything like homework that we gotta do? Uh, to make sure that everything is heading in the right direction? Oh, good question. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the more that, uh, the more that you, you know, the, the, the more, 
ideas and and uh, mm-hmm. other people's experience you have to to build from so i'm a i'm a big fan of reading around the subject i think it's important to mm-hmm. to try and read um at least at least the the major kind of contributions around education of, of the last 20 years if not going back a bit longer than that um but then I also think the best teachers that I see are very self-reflective and sometimes very self-critical as well. And, and they, but they, what they do is they mm-hmm. will analyze how their, a lesson has gone or an interaction with a pupil has gone and they'll think about that and they'll, they'll go home and they may decide they need to do some work around, around that, whether it's a le- an element of lesson planning or an element of delivery mm-hmm. or, um, or, you know, next time I'm in this situation with a, with a student, I'm going to do things slightly mm-hmm. differently. So I think yeah. the, the best homework is, is that self-reflective process, mm-hmm. um, for, you know, and, and then picking that up with colleagues and asking them what, what's yeah. your advice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You are born a student and apparently it never stops. Uh, fantastic. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Great answers. Uh, and right now, there's one more thing. And this is my question, uh, to be honest. Uh, as I told you, I was reading a book, Teaching Outside the Box by Luan Johnson. And then there is a part uh, that Luan says, discipline is not a dirty word. And when you think of that, uh, you know, this statement, uh, I find it uh, at the same time, overwhelming, because uh, at one point, on the one hand, I believe that we all uh, think of teaching as a passion. We are passionate, enthusiastic teachers. So how can we uh, be disciplined and how can we bring that uh, you know, to our classes? Uh, I've got this question for Femi. So Femi, do you think discipline is a dirty word? <laughs> No, no, not 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 at all. There, there's a there's an ex colleague of of mine, and Matt's, who used to use a line that I really like. Um, he he would say that kids care about the same thing as their teachers, um, and I think that's really important. So what 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 he was really saying there is that if if we as teachers make it really clear to pupils what we care about whether it's the layout of the work, the way they enter the room, the way that they answer questions by putting the hand up and not calling out or whatever it is, they will in time begin to care about that as well because they can see that it's important to us. So so, so what we're actually doing, I think, as, as secondary school teachers, as much as we're teaching them maths or, or science, we're actually teaching them how to learn. Now, I don't, mean, I don't mean teaching that in the sense that we're putting it up on a board and going through bullet points on this is how you learn. I mean, that, like in the way that we conduct ourselves and the way that we run our room, we're teaching the pupils, this is how you're going to be able to learn this subject. And it's only really when you've done that that the actual teaching of the subject can start to take place. And I think that's where some teachers go wrong. They, they, they try and start with the teaching of their subject without, the, without teaching their pupils how to learn their subject. Mm-hmm. And then they wonder why it doesn't go in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great point. Because uh, apparently we ourselves even never been taught how to learn. You know, we talk about teaching, 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 yet there's almost uh, little to none resource when it comes to uh, learning how to learn. I was talking to, uh, I believe, Michael McCarty. And uh, in fact, I just uh, sent him an email asking him if he could provide me with great resources when it comes to learning how to learn and those strategies. And then it took him almost a week to respond. And then he came up with a book, uh, just a book. And so it shows that when it comes to learning how to learn, we do not happen to be that advanced. So honestly, uh, Femi and Matt, I had a whale of a time. Personally, I learned a lot. I can say that genuinely. And of course, I'm asking you, I'm going to ask you guys to join me again, uh, you know, in our next episodes. And uh, it was amazing. So uh, if there's something left that, uh, you know, Matt and Femi, that you want to uh, tell me about it, go for it. uh, And I'm listening. Well, if uh, doc you right if i jump in here of course of course <laughs> yeah just as so firstly just say thank you so much for for having us on the show and uh, it's it's actually been really interesting to open up teachers talk radio and start listening to it and i must admit i i wasn't aware of it beforehand so um 
by by whichever means that's come about it's um it's been great to it's been a great addition for for me so, oh uh, thank you thank for thank you thank you for joining us thank you for that and then um you know the second thing i would say is um we we've we, we're having a lot of fun recording the podcast it's called beyond good um and I think the first yeah. two episodes are a bit of an introduction to us, but the the third episode has been quite popular. It's called the Blue Memo, mm-hmm. and um, we get really into sort of some some specific pedagogical principles there. Uh, and the fourth episode's coming out tomorrow as well. So I think people might Great. enjoy the, the third and fourth episodes if they're not sure about the first two. Oh, that's fantastic! Um, but but yeah, I don't know, Doc. If there's anything you you wanted to say. Yeah, no, just very much the same, really. Um, this this podcast has come about by by me and Matt basically spending the last ten years as much as we can finding time to talk about teaching, talk about pedagogy, talk about what what works for us in the classroom, what doesn't work for us, what we're working on, what we're learning, etc. And we've tried to just bring that to a to a to a, to a podcast based medium. So so it's not us saying that we're experts or that we know everything. One of the things we say quite early in the pod is that we've got as many questions as we've got answers on all sorts of things, whether it's in the classroom or department leadership or dealing with parents. We're just trying to open up that, open up that for discussion, really, and and share our passion yeah. for for the topic. And I believe this is what uh, you know that makes your uh, podcast great because this is teachers talking about teaching, yeah. and we're talking about teachers who experience and experiment with classrooms on a day-to-day basis. So it's going to be really genuine. And of course, uh, it's going to be really helpful. So thank you very much. Honestly, again, I just had a whale of a time listening to you, passionate, uh, enthusiastic teachers, and, uh, and hope to talk to you really soon. Goodbye for now. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Cheers. Goodbye. So... It was fantastic, really cool, uh, and uh, honestly, I myself learned a lot because I am always open to new ideas. And what Femi and Matt uh, put down about uh, teaching and what teaching means, it is like a win-win game. Or when you are a teacher, you are telling people, hey, it's my passion. Want to give it a try? I love that. I'm going to use them since now on. And because I believe it is genuine, first off, and and very simple, and uh, and that's real. So I believe that's really cool. So honestly, I believe we gotta go for cheering applause for these two amazing teachers. So right now, maybe it's about time that we went for the news and then afterwards, of course, we'll have a lot to talk about. So let's go for that. And then, of course, uh, yeah, of course, we'll have a lot to talk about. This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.weatherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Are you looking to take your phonics practice forward? then Little Wondle Letters and Sounds Revised is the programme for you. Created by two schools with an excellent track record in phonics, Little Wondle Letters and Sounds Revised will help all children become readers and ensure no child is left behind. The programme offers complete support for your phonics teaching, alongside classroom resources and fully decodable readers from Colin's Big Cat. To find out more, follow at Letters Sounds on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram or join a free briefing by visiting littlewonderlettersandsounds.org.uk. Introducing Bulb. With evidence-based learning at the forefront of education, let Bulb digital portfolios help reshape your educational practice. Bulb helps teachers teach and learners learn 
Bulb is an easy-to-use, fully accessible digital platform that captures students' digital learning assets in one place, allowing them to evidence their learning and reflect on their growth. Our dedicated team of education specialists are on hand to ensure the Bulb fits seamlessly into all of your teaching practices. Come take a look and get a free account at bulbapp.com. Introducing Autism Aspirational Futures, a virtual SEN conference for parents and carers. Do you work with parents or carers of students with autism? If so, this free virtual conference from Witherslack Group can support them and you. Providing inspiring talks from leading experts, offering practical advice on supporting children and young people with autism and associated needs. This very special event will take place during Autism Acceptance Week and is sure to be an enjoyable occasion for everyone wanting to develop their knowledge, understanding and celebrate their children's amazing superpowers. Don't miss out! Register for free at witherslackgroup.co.uk today. Witherslack Group, the leading provider of schools and children's homes for children with special educational needs. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Joe Fox. The Independent covers a new story from the National Education Union's conference in Bournemouth. At the conference, some teachers have called for more time to be allocated for sex education to help prevent pupils sharing explicit images of themselves. In a linked story, the BBC are also covering the experiences shared by teachers at the conference in tackling the issue of explicit online content and the impact it can have on young people. Last year, Ofsted reported that nearly 90% of girls and almost 50% of boys said they or their peers had been sent pictures or videos of things they did not want to see, a lot or sometimes. The Eye features an opinion piece as part of the reaction to news that interest payments on student loans could rise to 12% from this autumn. The rate will dip in March 2023 when a cap on the interest rates kicks in, but many students already working towards degrees don't realise interest is being charged during their studies until they get their first statement in the year after leaving university. The Department for Education said student loans were protected in a number of ways, unlike commercial loans, but the National Union of Students said the increases were brutal and likely to add thousands of pounds to graduate loans at a time when many were struggling. A petition started by the family of a teacher who died after 31 years service has already reached 100,000 signatures. The petition is in support of rule changes which would allow single people the same nomination rights as others. Under current rules, a beneficiary who is not a spouse, partner or dependent can only benefit from a death in service grant. The contributions made to the pension remain in the Department for Education's pension pot. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, this week you may find you have a bit of time on your hands, so why don't you learn a new skill? I'm talking learning to code. There's loads of ways to get started for free. Check out Scratch from MIT, a block-based programming language. There's tutorials and a huge community of people who share their work. Imagine if your next presentation to the pupils was done through a game. The limit is only your imagination. If you want to get a bit more serious and you have a child to drag along with you, take a look at the Astro Pi Challenge. There's Mission Zero, spend an hour and program a Raspberry Pi in the International Space Station and get a certificate of where and when uh, yours, um, uh, the, the pupils code ran. If you want to get really involved, check out Mission Space Lab where you need to invest a bit more time but there's also some free kit for school involved. Do you just want some me time? Then look no further than EduBlocks or Trinket. These browser-based editors come with tutorials to get you going. Their tutorials help you cross over from blocks to text-based coding. If you want to be supported in coding, why not join me for an introduction to Python on May the 4th, 4 to 5pm. I'm going to teach an introduction to Python coding in Trinket. Any Teacher Talk radio listener can come for free. Details of how to join will follow shortly. As always, don't forget to check out the TT Radio 2022 Twitter feed. Tell us what you want to know about tech. I'm Steve Woods, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio.
Alright everybody and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining us and thank you very much for listening. You're listening to uh, Teachers Talk Radio. This is uh, the Late Late Show with Hadi Fethi and please, if you have questions, comments, uh, opinions, please put them down uh, or call in if you want to uh, because of course, you know, listening to you, telling about and talking about your ideas and opinions, you know, has always been amazing, has always been so fascinating. So right now, I am going to be talking about different things. Uh, you know, we spoke about teaching and uh, teachers, we spoke about to be passionate, enthusiastic, etc. But we all know that uh, there, it takes more than passion to have a flourishing, thriving school. Uh, yeah, now, Fantastic teachers, enthusiastic teachers, passionate teachers, effervescent ones uh, are necessary, of course. Uh, yet, I believe you need more than that. I believe this is uh, Maxwell. Uh, you know, I ha- I, unfortunately, I've forgotten the book, yet uh, I believe he's got a quote and says that the right thought plus the right people in the right environment at the right time for the right reason equals the right result. So one more time, uh, in order to have the right result, of course, you need to have the right thought. Uh, And more than that, of course, you need to have the right people in the right environment at the right time for the right reason to have the right result. So of course, it's not going to be easy. Uh, Yes, it is possible. Uh, and of course, it's not going to be easy at all. And uh, we all know we've been working in uh, different schools and we all have experienced, uh, you know, toxicity in one form or another. Uh, and I believe a greater school as uh, Schwartz, I believe David Schwartz says, uh, it's not about school, it's about uh, different things, but I believe, uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense because he says, where success is concerned, People are not measured in inches or pounds or college degrees or family background. They're measured by the size of their thinking. And I believe it's amazing uh, because uh, in this, in such environments, you can bring about the things you truly believe because your thoughts and your thinking and your passion counts and of course, great things can happen. So uh, let's move on. And right now, I am going to be reading a letter. And this letter, honestly, uh, is so heartfelt and amazing. Uh, this is written by Lewin Johnson. And I'm going to read off, uh, you know, because because I believe I'm not going to add anything because, uh, you know, the letter itself is so thorough and heartfelt and great that if I am going to say anything about it, of course, it's going to lessen from its excellence. So Luan Johnson goes, dear teacher, thank you. Thank you for being a teacher, for choosing to use your time and talents to teach when you had so many other career options, most of which offer better pay, more comfortable working conditions, and much more respect from the general public than the teaching profession does. Thank you for taking yet another exam to prove your competence. Although you have already uh, completed five or more years of college and hundreds of dollars worth of standardized tests. Uh, Thank you for getting up at 5 or 6 a.m. every day to work in a graceless room, bathe in artificial light, or a windowless closet, or a dilapidated trailer that has been desperately labeled as a learning center. And for continuing to teach higher level thinking skills in advanced academics in spite of having test after test after test added to your curriculum, requirements without any additional instruction time. Thank you for coping so often with ancient malfunctioning or non-existent air conditioning and heating and for eating your lunch 
out of a paper bag in a sparsely furnished lounge where a working coffee maker is a treat and a functioning microwave oven is a luxury. Thank you for spending your so-called time off grading papers, uh, making lesson plans and attending professional development conferences, committee meetings, restructuring meetings, parent-teacher conferences, school board meeting and continuing education classes. Thank you for working countless hours of unpaid overtime. Do less and for not reminding people constantly that if you were paid for your overtime, you could uh, you could retire tomorrow and never have to work again. Thank you for spending your own money on pens, pencils, erasers, chalk, paper, tissues, bandages, birthday gifts, treats, clothing, shoes, eyeglasses, and a hundred uh, other things that your students need but you but didn't have. For accepting the achy back, creaking knees, tired legs, and sore feet that go with the teaching territory. For consistently giving respect to children who don't know that, you know, I really love this part. For consistently giving respect to children who don't know what to do with and don't realize what a valuable gift you're offering. For caring about children whose own families don't care or who never learned how to demonstrate their love. For, spread, for spending sleepless nights worrying about sh a struggling student, wondering what else you might do to help overcome the obstacles that life has uh, placed in his or her path. For raiding your own children's closet to find a pair of shoes or a jacket for a child who has none. For putting your own family on hold uh, while you help a struggling student. For believing in the life-changing power of education. For maintaining your belief that all students can learn if we can learn how to teach them. Thank you. Thank you for giving hopeless children enough hope to continue struggling against the poverty, prejudice, abuse, alcoholism, hunger, and apathy that are a daily part of so many tender young lives. For risking your, uh, your job to give a child a much-needed hug, for biting your tongue and continuing to accounting uh, to a million when a parent insists that your incompetence is responsible for the misbehavior of his or her undisciplined, spoiled, obnoxious child, for taking on one of the most difficult, challenging, frustrating, emotionally exhausting, mentally draining, satisfying, wonderful, important, and precious jobs in the world. Thank you for being a teacher. You truly, uh, you truly are the unsung hero. You have my respect and my gratitude. So it is a fantastic letter. And honestly, whenever I find my classes are teaching quite difficult. I always go back to this leather, read it again, and remind myself of what I'm doing, or at least what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, and it has always helped me feel much better and less about myself. And I believe that's a dramatic change when you know what you got to be doing and you doubt your skills every single day because you know that uh, that's the dull man who's always sure uh, because you don't want to be dull. You want to doubt your skills uh, and you want to hone them as much as possible and uh, and make sure that you can bring about good changes in yourself and even uh, others. Because uh, no, you, uh, you were listening to me and uh, you uh, know that there are a lot of families uh, and uh, people out there who may not have the time to take care of their children and unfortunately, uh, you know, children aren't cared that well. And then as a teacher, uh, of course, somehow it, it happens to be your responsibility uh, to do something about it. Uh, because most people spend more time planning their summer vacation than planning their lives. So maybe that's your responsibility uh, to do something about it. As a teacher, trainer, as a trainer, as a teacher, I have always believe that uh, education is of paramount importance. Uh, whether or not you believe it, 
you know that if you are not educated well, uh, you are not going to be doing the things you have in mind and you happen to be incom- incompetent in a way that is both paralyzing and also very uh, deleterious. So, uh, again, this is Teachers Talk Radio. This is Hadi Fatty, uh, your host, and this is your favorite show, the late, late uh, show with Hadi Fatty. And, uh, you know, come on, uh, ask me your questions. Please put them down, your comments. We have a lot of people joining us, and, uh, uh, and they are sending uh, questions and comments. It's always great to hear from you, and uh, it's always amazing uh, to see and to read your comments. So, right now, uh, let's uh, let's let's move on, and let's see what we gotta do, and um, let's see how it turns out. Oh, I've got a question, and I believe uh, this is kind of. Uh, fun to see what that question is all about. So uh, let me read off the question. Give me a second. So this is like the question that I asked uh, Femi, I believe. Uh, and the question was about what is your uh, very personal why? Because when you don't have a crystal clear sense of why, then uh, you cannot bring about the changes you expect to exist. Uh, Our sense of purpose uh, isn't uh, just important, uh, but pivotal. Uh, It is of prominent importance. Indeed, this is the most important because that's how you define yourself and distinguish yourself from others. So if you don't have a clear sense of why, uh, I assume that you're going to be exposed to, and you're going to be very susceptible uh, to problems and ups and downs, uh, you know, and and you know that there are a myriad of schools out there uh, that they always talk about their courses and uh, you know great things, and you know since they do not have a clear sense of why, since they are not crystal clear about what they really want to be like and what how people uh, they don't know how people uh, see them or how people view them, so they have tried to be manipulative. They talk about many different things. And since they're, they're, they are not consistent with their uh, you know, motto or whatever they want people to know about them, uh, they happen to be really manipulative and people find them deceitful, superficial, etc. Uh, instead, I believe uh, that is a great uh, you know, idea uh, to be inspirational and choose to advance your cause, whatever that is, uh, to let people know that you can do something about uh, you know their kids or their children that for example other schools or uh, other colleges may not be able to do so that's it i believe passion is important but we all know that uh, it's not going to suffice if it is not honed and supported um, and uh, no, I really liked the show and the conversation that I had with Matt and Femi. Uh, hope you no know, next time we can have more guests and we can have more people calling in and letting us know their uh, you know opinions and ideas. Thank you everybody for showing up. Honestly, you have always been a huge source of inspiration. And it's always great to be hearing to you. So shout out to you for listening. And uh, yeah, I'm proud of you. And thank you very much for listening. So maybe that's how I gotta... Fantastic. So maybe that's how I gotta put an end to uh, you know the show tonight. Did, uh, that was Teachers Talk Radio. And follow us on Twitter on uh, you know TTR TT Radio 2022, and you can also follow me on Twitter Hadifati18. Uh, I'm a teacher, teacher trainer, and I am a true believer in compelling input and in passion. I gotta say goodbye and wish you nothing but the best, everybody. Hope to talk to you really, really soon. Goodbye. You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.